Hey everyone, welcome to the Liberty Update with Jake and Bree. This is a brand new podcast brought to you by Convention of States Action, where you can find quick updates on the latest news of the week and updates on the Convention of States movement. We hope this new show informs you and motivates you to stay active in your community while we push the Convention of States resolution to passage in the remaining states. Every Friday, you'll be able to find a brand new episode, so make sure to follow Convention of States on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and like and subscribe to the Liberty Update. Thanks so much for tuning in, and now let's hop right into it with a quick breakdown of your need-to-know news. We're so grateful that you would join us for our first episode and excited to share our headlines with you today. This week, the House passed an act that would partially defund the IRS, and Governor Ron DeSantis announced an effort to resist wokeness in one of Florida's largest colleges. Convention of States endorser Mark Levin took to the air in public support of Convention of States, and a new poll reveals that Americans are fed up with out-of-control government spending. All of that today, right here on the Liberty Update. The House kicked off its session by passing the Family and Small Business Taxpayer Protection Act on Monday in a 221 210 vote. The act would rescind certain balances made available to the IRS. IRS funding was originally made possible through the Inflation Reduction Act last year and allotted $80 billion to the IRS over 10 years to crack down on tax evasion. But now, the Republican-controlled House voted to take away $70 billion that would have enabled the agency to hire up to 87,000 more agents. It would ultimately bar the agency from conducting new audits and encroaching on Americans' finances, but there remains little hope of the act passing in the Democrat-controlled Senate. At the end of the day, if the federal government was actually concerned with monitoring financial compliance, the first thing we presume they would do is investigate their fellow co-workers in Congress who magically buy and sell stocks at the perfect time over and over again. Although the House reversal of IRS funds is great news for Americans, it's not the complete and long-term solution to federal government abuses, especially since it still needs the approval of the Senate. We know that every two years, the House of Representatives changes and can alter the direction of the nation in a matter of days. In our next story, the New York Times has reported that New College of Florida has a reputation for being the most progressive public college in the state. But if Ron DeSantis has his way, that is all about to change. New College is not just progressive, it's woke. And as the popular governor vowed in his inaugural address, Florida is where woke goes to die. Of course, the government should not necessarily be allowed to mandate any political agenda in education. Instead, DeSantis has appointed six highly qualified individuals who would offend traditional values to serve on the 13-member New College Board of Trustees. One of his appointees, Christopher Rufo, who has a bachelor's degree from Georgetown University and a master's from Harvard, has led the charge against critical race theory and gender ideology in public schools. He told a reporter that he and his fellow appointees want to provide an alternative for conservative families in the state of Florida to say there is a public university that reflects your values. Professor Spalding, another of DeSantis's appointees, teaches constitutional government at Hillsdale College. Spalding worked for President Trump, serving on a 1776 commission to advise the president about the core principles of the American founding 
and how to protect those principles by promoting patriotic education. As Governor DeSantis stated in his second inaugural speech, we must ensure that our institutions of higher learning are focused on academic excellence and the pursuit of truth. Starting today, the ship is turning around, the governor's press secretary said. New College of Florida, under the governor's new appointees, will be refocused on its founding mission of providing a world-class quality education with an exceptional focus on the classics. The Sunshine State's resounding success is a testimony to the popularity of its governor's anti-woke crusade. If the people of Florida are so supportive of his quest for normalcy, it only makes sense that they would want those values reflected in their schools. And while we may have hope on the state level, things don't look so good on the federal. Washington is not going to fix Washington. That's what the respectable Mark Levin told his audience this past week, as the House election for speaker foiled to a 15th round of voting. No matter if the 20 representatives that withheld their support for McCarthy were seen as inspiring or foolish to Americans, nothing significant will come from the four-day hindrance in the long run. And these rule changes aren't going to fix a thing. may fix the House for a period of time until the Democrats take it over. But in the end, it's not going to fix very much. I'm sorry. In the short term, change is possible within the House, but the House is not the only part of government and it surely is not the full extent of the Washington corruption. But as brought to the center of discussion by Levin, the Founding Fathers were brilliant in providing a way to call for a convention of states through Article 5 of the Constitution. The Constitution itself provides the means for restoring self-government and averting societal catastrophe in Article 5. Article 5 set forth the two processes for amending the Constitution, the second of which is the one I'm talking about. And you know what's brilliant about this? It bypasses Congress, except for a ministerial document. The whole purpose is to bypass Congress, the House and the Senate, regardless who runs it. Mark Levin is a Convention of States endorser, and he spoke at the Convention of States Reclaiming Liberty Summit in Orlando this past October. When it's all said and done, changes will never come from Washington no matter what. The millions of Convention of States supporters, volunteers, and grassroots activists positioned across America understand this concept. It's all Washington-centric. The purpose of the Convention of State movement is it's not, it's state-centric and it's state legislature-centric. Which is why it's so important. And that's what we're working towards here at Convention of States Action. Even new polling finds Americans are not happy about how out of control the government is when it comes to spending. Our last headline for the day, three-fourths of Americans are concerned about the size of our national debts. According to a new poll, 76% of Americans, 76% of likely voters, say that they are concerned with the size of our $31 trillion debts. This is a bipartisan issue. According to the poll, 87% of Republicans are concerned and 67% of Democrats are concerned. Yet, despite the bipartisan consent that we need to work on our national debt, we can safely assume Congress won't do anything about it. Why? It seems Congress no longer cares that it is driving future generations into debt with its reckless spending. 
We can only imagine what the debt will look like a year from now, but I can almost guarantee you it won't be any better, unless we call a convention of states. Though our elected officials in DC are unwilling to make a change and to save us from this massive debt, through a convention of states, we can impose fiscal restraints on Congress and the federal government to rein in the federal debt once and for all. It may be the only way to do it, and now is the perfect time as we head into legislative season to support Convention of States and to pass it in your state legislatures. Make sure to get involved, and together we can end and rein in this federal debt. Thank you for joining us. Remember to go to conventionofstates.com and selfgovern.com to learn more and follow Convention of States on social media. This is the Liberty Update, your need-to-know news. We'll be back with a brand new episode next Friday. Thank you.